0: This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. First, let me pull some stats for you. This is something I've been doing every week for everybody, so I'm going to share this with them. And I'm going to put it up on the screen so you can see it too, Steve. Um, So what we've been doing is we've been tracking single-family homes every week since March. And now I'm gonna share with you that this week we have currently available 5,241 homes. That's up 15 from last week. And the last two weeks it's gone up a little bit, but that's that's bucked the trend of it going down all those weeks prior. Now in escrow in the past seven days, in the last seven days we put 883 single family homes in escrow. We closed 625 single-family homes. 171 withdrawn but that number hasn't changed much the whole time. But look at the median sold price. 330 and change. That's that's down 6,000, but the interesting thing about this when you as you know Steve, when you use a week's worth of data, that's not a big enough sample size to really show what a median price should be in my mind. So this number moves around quite a bit on our chart. But the price per square foot. Go ahead, Steve.
1: despite what's going on with COVID-19.
0: Without a doubt, Steve. And and our market was devastated initially. It slowed down dramatically, but bounced back quickly. And now we're seeing people are just conducting business as usual, more or less. Um, the sole price per square foot I was talking about before has stayed right around this 170-something the whole time. If we go back even weeks prior, you're going to see it's right in that same number, 170-something. So it's interesting to see that. And then look up top here, Steve. You'll see the inventory's been shrinking right up until the last few weeks when it just kind of flattened out. Yeah, you know, just kind of down one, up 15, not much. Not much.
1: And so, the days yeah. on the market are, is steady.
0: It is steady. And and I I think it's... I think it's a tribute also to the, to the industry. You know, everybody's working. Nobody's slowed down. Uh, we've seen, uh, realtors, escrow companies, lenders, everybody's out there working and and still getting deals done.
1: I know some lenders who have been hiring people. They're so busy. And they're busy with refis as well.
0: That's so true. I mean, the refi business has gone a little crazy because interest rates
1: are so good.
0: I mean, we've been talking about good interest rates for ten years now, Steve, but these are crazy good. I want to bring up some articles that you pointed out to me uh, earlier today and yesterday. This is from the Nevada Association of Realtors, and it's this first one here is guidance on inspections and appraisals for tenant-occupied homes in in contract. So if if First of all, how do you put a tenant occupied home into a contract if you can't show it?
1: Well, you know, we people made offers subject to, uh, uh, to, to a later inspection. Uh, maybe they buy it subject to the existing lease. Uh, we get people to, uh, maybe the tenant will help out with a virtual tour. You know, we can't force inspections on them. We can't bring people in to show it to them, but hey, if we give the tenants an incentive, uh, maybe uh, it can still be done.
0: Yeah, and I think we have to be really careful about that too, because if, if the tenant feels at all coerced, uh, it could come back and bite us a bit.
1: Well, it's it, it would be against uh, the law, as I understand it, to, uh, if the, uh, for somebody to go in and show the property. You're not uh, in a tenant occupied property, you can't do that.
0: Let's talk about open houses also because the governor basically shut down op- open houses. Now, interesting enough, our brokerage shut down open houses early even before the governor. Our, our brokerage said, look, no open houses right now. But Governor Sisolak did it and he's extended it. And so the quest- first question here is, Is be- can I do an open house for seller occupied or vacant
1: properties? And the answer is no. Yeah. And so if we see people out there, uh, conducting open houses, whether they're aware of the law or the extension, it's not pertinent. It's against the law. They're violating the law.
0: Right. And you and I had a discussion earlier in the week about this, and I think it's important that the listeners and the people following us understand that when when somebody's violating that law, I I think we're obligated to to turn them in as a member of the board of realtors and say, hey, I don't want them doing this. First of all, they're endangering the public, which is what the governor's concerned about. But secondly, they're, they're breaking the law and they're making the good name of realtor look really bad.
1: Absolutely. The, uh, you know, in law and in the code of ethics as well, that most of uh, the licensees in this town belong to, um, you know, we do have a duty to protect the, the public. Uh, From uh, And we're expected to know the law. And even if we're not part of that real estate transaction, we're like off-duty cops. And if we see somebody uh, that's violating the code or the law, uh, we have a responsibility to turn them in. Now, whether or not anything happens to them or not, that's not up to me. But I feel compelled as a citizen and as a real estate licensee who happens to be a realtor to turn them in the other thing is even aside from it being against the law or you know upholding a higher standard with regard to ethics what about the possible liability to the seller to the buyer's agent and the buyer and what if they get infected who are they going to be suing they're going to be suing everybody okay so on all these levels it's the wrong thing to do
0: yeah why take a chance it's, it's it's just it's just it's just not worth it But let me ask you this steve do you see some of the changes we're implementing now to uh to get get through the pandemic as as sticking with us after we leave it
1: or after it leaves us yeah um absolutely i think that uh Listing agents and buyers agents are going to be using a lot of what we're doing with live stream video conferencing. I I think that's here to stay. I think the people who have been averse to change and technology, uh, they're going to be left behind. So um, I think they've got to get uh, with it. There's no going back.
0: Yeah, uh, I quite agree. I think that as we sit here doing this c- conference and, and broadcasting this from two different spots and, and on t- sending it out to multiple streaming venues, and uh, we've come to learn that there's ways to communicate that we didn't realize before. And now you can't shut them down. You're not going to shut them down.
1: Look, it's even more economical. Uh, you know, my dry cleaning bill has gone down Um, I haven't had, uh, again, extra sleep, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Uh, I'm not driving across town. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of uh, benefits uh, uh, to this.
0: As a realtor, I got to tell you that the idea that buyers follow me now instead of getting into my car might be something that sticks around
1: too. What do you think? Why not? Uh, Yes. but And why not? This gives them a chance. The buyer, usually there's more than one person there, even if they're not buying it together, gives them a chance to interact with each other, talk privately. They may love you, trust you, but they could be sharing some private thoughts and you'll have plenty of time to get with them. So there's nothing wrong with that.
0: I couldn't agree more, Steve. I kind of like giving them that space to discuss that last house we were in before we get to the next one because I know they're going to be frank with each other, and I hope they're frank with me, but sometimes they don't want to tell me everything they're thinking or feeling because they need to understand it themselves. They may not even know yet. Please join us again next week as we keep you up to date on everything real estate here in Southern Nevada. Remember, send me any questions or ideas for next week's broadcast. Tune in every Thursday at 3. Also, please let your friends and family know to like our Facebook page and be reminded about our updates at LV Real Estate Radio. We'll catch you next week. Thanks again for joining us.